Welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. Tune in for daily discoveries as we celebrate curiosity and explore interesting facts about history, science, and more in five minutes or less. Hi, I'm Luke, and welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. Does your family have New Year's Day traditions? Some people cook a special dish, gather for a meal, or run a 5K. For millions of people, New Year's Day is the day we watch the Rose Parade. For more than a hundred years, the Rose Parade and the Rose Bowl have been the first things we watch in the new year. It all started back in 1890. The Pasadena Valley Hunt Club was an exclusive group of people who lived just north of Los Angeles, California, in the shadow of the San Gabriel Mountains. They thought that their city was paradise, and they decided to plan a festival to show off the beauty of their city. One of the best things about living in the area is the weather. There are no harsh winters. Even in January, flowers bloom and oranges are ripe on the trees in Southern California. The Hunt Club planned foot races, a tug-of-war contest, and chariot races for the first festival. They covered their carriages with local flowers and held a parade down the main streets of the city. In 1895, the parade became such a big deal, and planning became such a big job, that they formed a special group just to manage it. The Pasadena Tournament of Roses Association was born. With only a few exceptions for war and a pandemic, the Rose Parade has been held every year on the 1st of January. The parade route is five and a half miles long, and people come from all over the world to participate. There are equestrian groups who show off different breeds of horses and traditional costumes. There are marching bands from high schools, colleges, and military units. And there are floats. The parade pace is two and a half miles per hour, so it takes more than two hours to complete the route. The floats in a normal parade are pulled by trucks, and they are decorated with whatever people have on hand. The floats in the Rose Parade were originally pulled by horses. Currently, the floats are made of metal frames covered in wire or plastic skins. They are controlled by hidden drivers underneath each float. Because the drivers are hidden, the floats look like they are floating down the streets. Every float is specifically designed to be unique and to follow the theme of that year's parade. The design could be a landscape, an action scene with characters and vehicles, or a whimsical scene from history. And every float in the parade is completely covered with flowers and other natural materials. Every float uses roses somewhere in the design. They also use other flowers, like carnations, orchids, daisies, irises, and marigolds. In an average rose parade, more than 18 million flowers are shown. The floats also use onion seeds, poppy seeds, lentils, banana leaves, and palm fronds to create their designs. The floats are judged and given awards for creative design, how well they use flowers, entertainment value, and how well they represent the theme of the parade. Businesses, community organizations, and even cities can enter floats in the Rose Parade. 
Each year, a Grand Marshal is chosen to ride at the beginning of the parade. This is an honor that has been given to movie stars, athletes, artists, scientists, and occasionally non-human characters. Grand Marshals have included Walt Disney, astronaut Buzz Aldrin, ex-president Herbert Hoover, biologist Jane Goodall, and Kermit the Frog. Thousands of volunteers give their time to decorate floats in the days before the new year. Thousands more march in the parade and work behind the scenes to make the event happen. On January 1st, more than 700,000 people show up in Pasadena to watch the parade. Not only are the floats pretty to look at, but anyone who has ever been to the Rose Parade can tell you that they smell beautiful too. 60 million people watch from all over the world. Later in the afternoon, the Rose Bowl football game is played in Pasadena. In 1902, the first Rose Bowl game ended with the University of Michigan beating Stanford. This year's game, 2023, will feature Utah and Penn State. Who will you root for? Thanks for tuning in to the Inquisikids podcast. If you want to see the sources we used for this episode or send us some listener mail, you can find links in the episode description. 